Hey everyone, and welcome to Loot Syrup, your audio pleasure treasure. My name is Theezy, as you well know, and today I'll talk a little bit about a game I've been really into these past couple months called Ooblets. There's also some other great games I've more recently gotten into that I'd love to talk about, but those will have to be another day. I'll also dish some solid tips and what minor things I feel Ooblets could use to further improve it, as well as, of course, my top five favorite Ooblet creatures. So let's get into it! If you're thinking right now whether this is something you should even care about or not, let me give you a quick image first. Picture a game that draws similarities to Pokemon meets Stardew Valley with sprinkled bits of Animal Crossing. Yeah, that's what Ooblets is, but add extra doses of unique quirky charm and sweet, sweet dance battles. So if you like any of those games, you'll probably want to stick around. There's slight twists to those similarities, of course, but nonetheless, you'll find yourself comparing them all throughout playing. Anyways, let's just continue, because I, th I think it's safe to say that's a winning combo even you probably cannot resist. Keep in mind as we go along, Ooblets is still only in its early access phase of release, which started on July 15th this year. Early access, of course, for those unaware, means it isn't the full game yet, but it allows people to get the overall feel for what it is, and as expected, it's glowing with limitless potential. However, it's still far from perfect, of course. From the first few beginning moments, I could tell it wasn't going to be any kind of normal, vanilla, plain-ass Jane kind of game. The colors and animation alone are inviting, and the music is catchy and bubbly, but then you also start finding items in the game and notice they're all hilariously named, and it just further verifies that charm and weirdness. There's items such as Hop Dobbs, Spressy, Lurge Laddies, Swooshlers, Sporbits, Curly Horns, Button Boys, and so many more. Just even trying to remember what's what really took a bit of getting used to because nothing is regular. It's it's all unique! You know, I'd, I'd pick something up or even craft some food. I said craft some food, not crappin' food. You be craftin' food. But, but yeah, I'd, I'd be crafting some food and, and you know, I'd, I'd be like, wait, okay, so what did I just make? Okay, and, and that required what ingredients? Okay, all right, okay. And where did I find those again? I mean, what the fuck does Flutie Karaoke taste like? Um, okay, okay, I, I'm gonna have to step in here. Flutie Karaoke, what? Does this food you're crafting sing karaoke? Bud, what fucking game even is this? Why are you doing this to my brain, Bud? Has somebody got a fucking washing machine going right now? What is, what the, what the hell am I hearing right now? What is that? Is that somebody's dishwasher? Ah, uh, yeah, I think upstairs has a machine 
going, oh look. I don't know if you can hear that, it's going, go, 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 go. <laughs> Woo! Love it. Love it. Right in the cast, just throwing it right in there. I'm not, I don't, you know what, I don't care. It's all good. Um, <laughs> but I love that even the sizes for the laddies and spressies, or lattes and espressos, if you so kindly will, I love the sizes. They're hilariously dubbed Lurge and Midlium. Midlium. And I'll let you decipher what those are, of course. Midlium? What the fuck, bud? Midlium diddly just I can't even speak to you right now, bud. This language is completely alien to me, okay? It's unsettling. And I hope you're happy. Because you've now ruined any chance of me getting a quality nap in this afternoon. Won't be able to nap for days thanks to this nonsense floating around in my headspace. Even fishing is called sea dangling. But we'll talk about that in a bit. I, I have some sense to put into that machine. Okay. Oh, I've, I've got some sense for that machine. I guarantee there's a variety of things to talk about for this game, so let's proceed with things that are called wishies. So, wishies, or I just call them wishes, I mean, right? Uh, they're earned by completing daily tasks or earning badges and can be spent on items or upgrades. Speaking of which, quick tip number one, never spend wishes on basic items like speedy grow fertilizer, or building resources like clothlets. Spending wishes to get either of those is an absolute waste. Save them for big picture things like energy, farm size, or ooblet variety, or something else. Something more enjoyable. You can spend the wishes by either going to the wishing well in person located just outside the town hall, or more quickly, not everybody uh, clues into this right away, you can just click the wishing well button on your inventory screen from anywhere in town. That's right, anywhere you are. It's a great concept and it keeps you working towards different goals. I mentioned with the uh, quick tip, but again, you can upgrade your farm size, shop inventories, uh, the amount of energy you have, run speed, ooblet species and more. So there's lots of other good things you can use those wishes for. Not just clothlets and fertilizer, okay? You can get that stuff for free elsewhere. Uh, once you complete all of Mayor Tinsel's tasks, which is the main way to get wishes in the beginning, uh, it can be a bit of a grind to get more and quickly, but if you stick with completing the three daily tasks that you're given at the beginning of each new day and compete in the daily dance barn tournaments, you'll be good to go. Daily Dance Barn tournaments are huge, by the way. Once you get it open, uh, you don't get it right off the bat. You have to... I think that's one of Mayor Tinsel's tasks, actually, is to reopen the Dance Barn. <laughs> so, <laughs> of course it is. Um, but if you win all three matches, that's 170 wishes right there. That's pretty ballin', if you ask me. Wishes go 20, 50, and 100 for victories. So, better get playing those cards and get dancing. You know, you're right. Coffee time. Hold on.
the characters of the game are all really cool and interesting as well uh, for their own different reasons, with the exception of basically every Peak Snubs Club prick who all think they're better than everyone, especially Basil. Um, sorry if you chose Peak Snubs, but fuck that club. Yep, straight up. I ain't afraid of you, Peak Snubs. Also gotta say, um, Taffy will definitely give you the best unique outfits and masks in the game. Yeah. I know. You're probably going, who the fuck is Taffy? Well, just play and you'll see. Or look it up. I'm not, you know, I'm not getting into each specific character, what the, who they are, what they look like, and what club they're with, and all this stuff. But, another quick tip for this. With any person, Batafi specifically, you know, especially, if you will, uh, for the cool masks, keep working on getting more friendship stickers even past the badge limit. And you'll see what I mean. So even past, I think that's five friendship stickers for each person or whatever is like, you know, your kind of limit on your inventory screen, but you can keep going and just keep talking to them and you'll keep building that friendship bar even after the fact and you'll still get rewards though you don't actually show it doesn't show any more stickers which is kind of weird but it's kind of also it's like a little secret like a little you know little hidden extra if you will uh, after talking to them a certain amount of times once daily of course your friendship bar will slowly build up to get the sticker and the reward that they give you. So it could be gummies, which is the currency of the game. Yes, I don't know. Gummies, I feel like, would just melt and make a mess in your fucking pocket. But, Or I'd probably just eat all my money. But anyways, um, you, could, you could get seeds, planklets. Planklets are wood. Um, clothing, ooblet accessories, other building resources, anything. And continue to talk to people even well after you've finished their sticker set. Like I was saying, just keep going. You can continue to get rewards. It's a grind because you're talking to like a bunch of people every day, but keep doing it. It'll be worth it. Uh, back to the clubs for a sec. At the beginning of the game, very much like Pokemon, you get to select a starter ooblet. This, this is, I mean, this is just. Pokemon. When I first started, I was like, okay, this is cool. It's Pokemon. I'm playing fucking Pokemon right now. I mean, yeah, okay. It's, it's, a, it's a club. You know, it's a, it's a club. But you're still getting a starter Ooblet. It's basically the same as getting a starter Pokemon. For Professor Oak. Um, it depends on which club you choose to join as to which Ooblet you'll get. So Peak Snubs, you get a Biddle. Mimpins will get you a side key. Friend buns will get you a tud. And moss sprouts will get you a shrumbo. I opted to join Mimpins personally because Vidion is a very cool dude, and the club best represents me more more or less. I, I mean I guess. To a certain extent. And uh, the side key was pretty cool too, you know, little robot ooblets. Kinda neat. It's kinda got it's called side key because it's got like a little wind up little dial on the side of it, you know. Um, but all, all the starter ooblets are really great. They've all got their own really good signature move. So, 
Yeah, no, they're they're all very good. And eventually, the funny thing is, I mean, you you can get them all at the end of the day, you know. Anyways, I don't mean that literally. I but you know, once all is said and done, you'll have them all anyway, so you don't have to worry about selecting one and not being able to get it later. You'll get it later. So really, it's just based. Just go by the club and what they stand for. Okay, don't don't go just for the ooblet. Um, so sea dangling, this, uh, fishing, of course, uh, I'm not going to sugarcoat this, uh, sea dangling is honestly the most boring thing about the game, sadly, you know, it's mindless and just boring. I'm not saying it's not useful, but there's no challenge to it whatsoever. You select what type of bait you'd like to use and chucker in the water bud and there you go you're guaranteed to reel something in there's different types of bait there's you know the basic bait and then the two other rare more rare types but it doesn't change the fact that you're just pressing a button dropping a line in and that's it and even the rare bait you, you don't really get anything super special and rare i mean I think I picked up a curly horn once with the super rare bait, and you can find those, albeit yes, they are rare, but you can just find those on the beach anyways. You don't have to fish for them. <laughs> I mean, I I don't even know what I can use curly horns for, to be perfectly honest here. I, I've sold some. I've kept some because I feel like maybe down the road they'll make that into a really good crafting item of some sort, because, you know, it is a bit rare. But I don't know what to do with all these goddamn curly horns. I've got a I've got a chest at home full of curly horns. Tell me, what am I supposed to do with a bunch of curly horns? A useless bunch of curly horns. Nobody knows. Nobody knows. But um yeah, I mean, at least in Stardew Valley we would get to reel it in. You know, it was a challenge at times. Or even in Animal Crossing. It's it's easy, yeah. But there's still never a guarantee you'll catch it. You could miss it. So that's one thing I'm not a huge fan of. It's a minor thing, but... I mean, I don't mean to chew out a game that I truly do enjoy. But I mean... Fuck, if I'm fishing in a game, I don't want it to just be some mindless chore. That I have to repeat, you know? Because that's all it really is, a chore. You go grind up items in a machine called the Reconstitutor and get a bunch of slurry to turn into bait and then go fish. Or press A, as I call it now. We need a... Can we... <laughs> can we get a door sign? You know, that says gone A-in. Or gone, gone pressing, you know, instead of gone fishing. Yeah, no! No, Rise gone... No, he's gone pressing. I'm not fishing. Oh, God. What a dreaded, horrible chore. Like, what an awful thing. Thievesy, bud. This sea dangling bullshittery really took you on a sharp turn to Hertzville, didn't it, bud? Hmm. That's a shame. That's a shame. 
You know what cheers me up when I'm down and my beautiful soul is cracked into less whole pieces, but Snack packs and Lady Gaga and... Anyways, Ooblet's Dance Battles. This is where the game can throw some people off. I mean, it threw me off. I don't think it's what any of us expected, but it's something that pleasantly surprised us. I think, anyways, I think it surprised, pleasantly surprised most of us. So this is also like Pokemon in the sense of having Ooblets battle each other. However, very different that it's a dance battle. And on top of that even, it's a dance battle using cards. That might sound lame to some people, but it's actually, you know, super fun. Easy to get into and try to level up your Ooblets and get more powerful cards. Now, when you beat an Ooblet in the wild around Badgetown or Mamunia, it'll shit out a seed that you can then plant at your own farm and grow that very Ooblet. It's super cool. Uh, weird, but mostly cool. And a little disgusting kind of at the same time. Uh, something I wouldn't mind seeing changed is the Dance Barn Tournament. Uh, there's days where in the tournament, you know, you sign up and you can see what type of tournament it's going to be between signatures only. And that's where Ooblets can only perform their special signature moves. Or there's days where it could be a freebie battle, as it's called. And freebie is essentially you can play any card you have because it costs zero beats. Or there's just the normal battles. Um, I gotta say, it is a bit ridiculous. I prefer the normal battles. Because with the other two, you can easily find yourself in a stalemate really quick with only signatures or you, also, or you feel like there's just no point or strategy needed with freebies. I mean, so to give a bit of clarification, each churn, you're drawing a certain amount of cards depending on the size of the squad battling. You're also given a certain amount of beats at the beginning of each churn. One card could cost anywhere from, you know, one to four beats to play, for example, and so on. Anyways, in freebie, every card costs zero beats. Zero. And that sounds, okay, cool. At first, I could play whatever I want. This is awesome. It quickly loses its glimmer. It is not that great. You don't really have to think too much. I mean, it's, it's boring. You just play everything you have. The whole match. Just literally laying out cards like a jackass, okay? There's no, no skill to that. The signature battles are okay if you pick the right ooblets. That can have a bit of variety. You can kind of get around this with that. But if you select one, and it's 1v1... And all it can do is stun the opponent, or vice versa, or just draw random resources or something else less useful. You're not gaining any points, and you're just constantly performing the same lackluster move over and over until you trigger the final five moves to count down. So when it gets to stalemate, or if the battle's going on too long, they do have a final five countdown. So, I mean, that's like the worst thing. 
you know, you just have this stupid stalemate. So I, I just, I can't get behind the signatures only or the freebies uh, tournament styles. I don't like that. Just give me normal. Let me just play this out normal and it'll be all gravy, okay? Now, more about the actual ooblets themselves, there are three different rarities you can find. There's common, uncommon, and gleamy. Woo, gleamy, what's that all about? Yeah, I know. Gleamies, they're hard to find, but they are magnificent sparkly bastards, let me tell you. Holy smokes, I've got three myself so far. Only three, I know. They're not that easy to find. Um, and there's also a decent almanac to fill. Once again, drawing comparisons to Pokemon, your almanac is kind of like your Pokedex. But the planting them in the ground after they've been shit out is a little bit different, I think. I think we can all agree on that. Yeah. Uh, at your farm, you can place oob coops that you've built from resources. And that's where the majority of your ooblets will live. And they'll plant seeds and harvest crops for you if the oob coops are leveled up enough. That's something to consider as well. Uh, also, if you find yourself with too many ooblets, and I love this now, there's uh, and there, you know if there's no more room for other fancier ooblets that you want to uh, live there, you can now drop them off at the wildlands where they can live free and in the wild. Yeah, I'm just taking it out back to the uh, to the uh, old wildlands. Can live a nice, happy life in peace and. Harmony? But seriously, uh, yeah, you can. <laughs> you can drop them off there. Uh, they don't die. Rebecca and Ben, the creators, they would never let that happen. Um, but you drop them off to the Wildlands, and eventually down the road, you will actually be able to visit them again, which is kind of a weird thing to even think about. That'd be an awkward little conversation with that ooblet. Oh, hey, sorry, bud. I dropped you off because I was fucking finished with you. But how's it going? <laughs> uh, I won't lie. I've actually dumped some questionable Ubers there myself, and it's great. You know, frees up more space. And, uh, you know, in turn, they aren't cruelly kept as a slave. I mean, you know, a pet. It's a win-win this way, really. It's a win-win. Uh, the pros outweigh the cons, in my opinion, uh, but there are some of each in this game. To list some pros, why not? Um, there's the overall charm and uniqueness of the characters, the ooblet creatures, and the dance battles and items. There's farming and cooking. There's oob coops, different sprinkler types, planting different seeds. Um... Another pro is being able to furnish your home how you want it, more or less, with different furniture and flooring and wallpaper. Um, a few cons of the game, I have to say, are not having enough to do necessarily once you complete your Mayor Tinsel tasks. I know the game is in early access, so take these cons with a grain of salt, of course, because they do plan on fixing a lot of this stuff, I'm sure, and they have a lot of stuff to add. Also, fucking sea dangling. You know that's going to be a con on my list. Fucking sea dangling. I, I just find it too simple. That's all. It's unfortunate. Like, way too simple. Doesn't have to be hard. Just not mindless. 
Another con to me is uh, the freebie and signatures only tournament types. Just went over that. You know how I feel about that. I think it just backfires more often than not. And it makes for some pretty... Pretty dull dance-offs, sadly. Normal dance battles are great. But... Restricting to select few cards is... Pretty uninteresting, to say the least. There are more pros and more cons, but those are just some of each, some of the main ones. Uh, the game will be improved well before its full release. And uh, in the end, I've got to say, this game is definitely worth checking out, even if you're remotely intrigued. I mean, Ben and Rebecca, again, the creators, I've already said they'll be adding more destinations to visit, more ooblets, more varieties of seeds, more clothing and furniture more things to do and other unknown surprises along the way so i'm looking forward to see what will be next for the game it's got serious potential so far it can be a huge success if they play their dance battle cards right you know what i mean uh we just have to wait and see you know they did release uh, a game's um sorry the what, what was it what was it uh the game's roadmap that's what it was called and uh, so we have some more info as to what we can expect in the coming months until it releases later in 2021. I'm not going to get into that because, I mean, that's, you know, that's something you can just look at if you're, you know, if you still need some more convincing to try it out. Check out their roadmap. They've got a lot of great stuff coming. Um, oh, I also, I almost forgot. This is another one of my quick tips I, I always have to say this too every time I stream because it's a good tip. Always buy whatever seed is on discount at Mead's shop. The full stack. This is a random, just, I know, this is a random moment to, to be giving you a spiel on seeds, but just always buy discounted seeds, okay? There's more we could get into, but uh, I don't think I'll be doing an hour-long cast anytime soon just yet so we'll just press on here moving on to my top five ooblets i won't go into great detail but just to make note of my favorites they are legsy pants bear i mean how could how could pants bear not be fucking wears pants and a headband sweatband i mean come on it's fucking awesome uh radlad and og tud and doozy doug again if you uh want to look them up it's legsy pants bear Radlad, Tud, and Doozy Doug. Those are the best ooblets so far. We'll see. I might have to revamp it once they release more ooblets. Um, and I love my side key, my starter bud, but I can't say that he's my favorite when I'm making a top five list. I pick the club I like, you know, mostly for the club, not the ooblet. But uh, all the ooblets are super cool. And I, while we're going here, pet I think it's pronounced uh, Petula. Petula is like a vile plume from Pokemon. Uh, Glanter reminds me of Oogie Boogie from Nightmare Before Christmas. Gloopy Longlegs is like a bean cloud with long legs and boots. Little fucking boots. I mean, come on. But they're all just so weird and so awesome. Uh, it... It's fantastic. Uh, Ublis is a great game. Again, well worth your time. 
especially as it continues to evolve. And I think right now it's still, well, I think I got it at a bit discounted of a price because when it first came out in early access, I think they took a small percentage off or something, but it's not full price, of course, uh, and it's really great. It's refreshing. Uh, it's got some much-needed additional content coming throughout the next year, and uh, again, I think we're, we're going to see an entirely new game, you know, once everything's actually fully available. Maybe some updates with the fishing would be nice. Maybe with the tournaments, that would be nice. We'll be able to visit multiple other areas, different lands. This will be nice. It'll be perfect. But who knows? Uh, thanks for listening to another episode of Loot Syrup, you guys. Uh, next week will likely be another Now Playing episode. I've been itching to watch another cult classic. Or, at this point, just a classic in general that I haven't seen. Um, I think... I think the last one I did was... It was a little lackluster. It was too short for my liking. I don't, uh, I don't approve of that. Especially for Clerks, that was a good good film. We could do better. We will do better. Um, yeah, so I'm, I'm going to be looking for some suggestions. If anybody has suggestions for uh, next week's Now Playing episode. Can't wait. Remember, be kind, be epic, and laugh on, everybody. See you later. <laughs>